I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Rockin' muckin' mikin' a buck. 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 Rockin' muckin' mikin' a buck, yeah. Rockin' muckin' mikin' a buck, yeah. Al, that should be the new national anthem. Rockin' muckin' mikin' a buck. It sounds like Australia. It is. It is Australia. It's the sound of Australia. Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we... A rock and muck and make a buck. And I'm Alistair George William Trumbly Birchall. <laughs> <laughs> and this is uh, Andy. Oh, I'm Andy. Hi. James Tholomew Matthews. Stop trying to make it seem like there's some kind of n- nominal equality on this show, all right? It's not James Tholomew. It's a single syllable, just run-of-the-mill, three-barrel name. Andy, your name could be more regal mm. it could be more majestic yeah like yeah. it could soar like an eagle it could soar like an eagle or regal, drag you down eagle. like a trailer yes attached to a swimmer one way street <laughs> i drove you know how you know how i'm bringing a trailer full of sand to your house today alistair this is what we do when we're not making the podcast <laughs> we drive sand around we drive to, sand to each around. other's house okay really it's a metaphor for the podcast mm. Which is we drive sand around, and um, uh, I drove it down a one-way street, and then I one-way street. I'm going to have to turn it around or something somehow. Anyway, I just parked it on the side of the road. Oh, we're going to I'm going to drive to your house later on, but I've got the freaking car and evidence trailer. that you've been driving in the wrong way by parking on the wrong side of the road. Oh, not a one-way. Sorry, not a one-way street. A, a no-through road. That's oh. the problem. Yeah, oh. it's like. The 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 trailer down the no driving a trailer down mm-hmm. a no through road. Yeah, I feel like I feel like that's a, a a a comedy career in a way. It's like trying to push something soft, like trying to push like a um, yes, Alistair. Like trying to push like something a, soft. Do you like, say yeah, like a like a bouquet of flowers <laughs> through a toilet roll. <laughs> yeah, but but um. But flower end first, is it or? Yeah, flower end first. Yeah, not gonna, stem end. No, not stem end. That seems like it'd be very easy. Yeah, yeah. but you'd lose a lot of the leaves you along the way. You would lose a lot of the leaves and probably a lot of the flowers as well. But mm. the stems are going to make it through. Those stems. Well, that's what you're. That's what you're in the business for. Mm, getting no, flowers. Stem. It'd be, it'd be nice if, like, when you gave people flowers, there's something else you could do with the flower. You know, smoke it or something like that. Mm, like absolutely. You know? Because it is it, at the moment, it really is a gesture. And like it's, it's like mm. we said, it's the thought that counts. And then we were like, all right, well then, what's something that is no more value than the thought? And then? how about this? This is this will be beautiful. It's a flower that you smoke that makes you more law abiding. Great. So it's like the opposite of a drug. Yes. So it's it's a legal flower. Mm. Oh, it's highly legal. I mean, it could. It might even be compulsory. But the thing is, what if it's illegal? 
Yeah, okay. It's illegal, but it makes you more law-abiding. It's a bloody bouquet of paradox is what it is. Absolutely, but... But it's also highly addictive. (laughs) Yeah, but as soon as you stop smoking it, (laughs) as soon as you stop smoking it, you are... You're already committing less crimes than when you were smoking it. Sure, but as soon as you stop smoking it, wouldn't you also probably commit a, pull a citizen's arrest on yourself and turn yourself into the nearest police station? Sort of throw yourself over the the nearest car hood, mm, put your yeah. arms behind your back and, and handcuff yourself. Read Maybe yourself your right to remain silent. You might throw yourself into the latest, uh, into the nearest sort of cop shop. Mm. You know, like, and, and this is—I don't mean a police station. No, no, I'm talking about a place where they sell cop gear. Yeah, like handcuffs, because uh-huh. with the amount of law-abiding you were mm-hmm. up until that moment, mm-hmm. you probably wouldn't be carrying handcuffs on you. No, because that's illegal for a, a civilian to have, I presume. Really? Well, isn't that why you said that? No, I just thought you wouldn't. You know, like somebody who's really law-abiding might have handcuffs on them in in case they commit a crime. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's interesting. Unless it's illegal to carry around handcuffs. Yeah. But you see, like, that's just one of the... That's the trouble with not teaching... Mm. Like, you know, with primary school not being a thing where you teach kids the law from start to finish. That's what it should be. That way, at least you've had exposure to the laws Mm. once. Mm -hmm. To all the laws. I think a I think this is absolutely a sketch. Mm. A, a drug that makes you law abiding, but that is also illegal. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. I you know it may or may not be highly addictive. Um, it, it might be interesting, like to even make it as like a kind of a, a superhero type show mm. in which somebody um, smokes this this drug, this mm. flower. Yep. Right. It makes them super law-abiding, so they're really super motivated to, um, you know, perform citizens' arrests and that sort of thing. But mm. uh, they don't necessarily have any additional powers or anything sure. like that. Sure. There's also there could be a sort of a plant in the same family that makes you a narc. Mm. You know, that makes you a real narc and means that you're going to go after people who are doing drugs, maybe. Yeah. And so. You know, let's say you're at a you're at a music festival and you smell marijuana, right? Yeah. And you're like, "Oh, there's marijuana around." And then you smoke this you other smoke flower. You smoke a narky. You smoke a narky, uh, narkia volvania or something like that. Whatever mm. it is. Volvania. Volvania. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's the Latin name. It's not actually related to the vulva. Oh, okay. Yeah, although it looks like a vulva. <laughs> But it's not related. It's not related. It's not genetically... Not genetically connected other than through some very early single-celled organism or something yeah, like that. Yeah, um, And then you counter-smoke it. Mm-hmm. So you're counter-smelling up the crowd as a warning to all the weed smokers. And they're like... Narcs. There's some narcs around. Yeah, great. You know, and that way both groups feel uncomfortable. Mm. Do you think that criminals could... Or drug dealers or drug, just drug users... Mm. Could train narc sniffing dogs? Yeah, that's a good idea. Like, as in, they smell that plant, or they're looking for, like they can actually like do narcs have their own smell? Yeah, I think there'd be a certain scent to to people who are about to turn uh, others over to the police. Mm. Um, a certain scent that they emit. Mm, could be. I mean, I imagine that there would be if 
if you were in a highly stressful environment, like if you were undercover or something, mm. you might sweat. The, the quality of your sweat might change. Yeah. You know, allowing. Where could they train dogs like this? Maybe like sort of mm. oh, like like maybe like maybe car clubs. I reckon a lot of those guys would be a bit narky. You know, like guys who care about old cars being in good condition and they yeah. would give a shit about road rules you know right like, so where could they train them in terms of like where do you expose a dog to the scent mm. the, the typical scent of a narc yeah look at um, you know old these car this car group that's just that's my first pitch i don't i'm not suggesting that's the only place where you'll find narcs I'm not even sure if there'll be a higher abundance of narcs there than anywhere else um, um there could be narcs anonymous that could be a good place mm. <laughs> Uh, Narcs Anonymous. <laughs> yes. I'm just going to write down Narcs Anonymous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sure. <laughs> Ahead a- of Narcs Sniffing Dog? Uh, no, that's that's part of this kind of drug that makes you law-abiding. And okay. That's, you know, and then sure. drug that makes you... Yeah, I think Narcs Sniffing Dog is a separate sketch myself. Like at the... Uh, sure. At the music festival, just outside the gates, you've got the, uh, the drug sniffing dogs but maybe just inside the gates you've got the narc sniffing dogs we could have a full anti-narc sketch show mm, yeah i mean not necessarily something i feel passionate about no that's the thing but <laughs> you know i think i think that's that's why we're, we're coming to it with fresh eyes we're not yes. as we, we don't have as much anger we're towards narcs this is what we this is what we really want is we want people making a show about you know criminals and law enforcement mm. who don't really feel strongly about either side. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. I think like, law enforcement has its own problems. I think the mm. our, you know the the ideas of justice that were that were invented sort of in the ancient Greek mm. time. I think that's also flawed. It's mm. you know I think a lot of punishment is really more about making you feel better than really about getting oh, outcomes for for society. Justice being seen to be done, even mm. though it may you know in the long term achieve very little. Yeah. Like when I try and clean the kitchen. You exactly. Know. I move things around. Mm. You know. Sure, it might attract rodents, mm. but are rodents really that dirty? Sure, I might be washing dishes, but aren't those dishes just going to get dirty again? Sure, absolutely. As soon as I release them back into the there's, cupboard? There's germs in the air. That's what they don't tell you. And no one ever, no one ever scrubs tells you the that. air. No. There's no antibacterial... Air. Oh, they probably are actually antibacterial. There's, but there's no scourer for the air. Exactly. There's no sponge mm-hmm. for the air. Mm-hmm. There's no detergent for the air. There's no sink. Unless that's what kind of what children's bubbles are. I mean, there's <sighs> detergent in there. I have been doing bubbles with my boys the last two days, and bubbles with the boys. Bubbles with the boys, and they have. I've not seen them love anything as much. As they love bubbles. It's a real opportunity for the youth to cut sick. Truly cut sick and a, a lot of... A great opportunity as well for some non-life-threatening screaming. Because they yeah, like you right. do bubbles mm. and they are just screaming the entire time. Screaming mm. and jumping around. Yeah. It's like a... It's like a rave. Bubbles are like music for the eyes. Oh, absolutely! Because they've got that beautiful, mm, that beautiful that beauty beauti- to them. The, the, well, not just their per- their perfect mm, shape, mm. which is also sometimes imperfect, which is a, a oh. an, an, an added 
uh, beauty quality to perfection. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, but then there's also it's it's that it's that. Imagine adding something to perfection. Oh, well, that's what you oh. do when you, you when you make, when you make a, something imperfect. Yeah, you take something away, you're adding something in. Because it's like looking at a planet, right? Mm. Right, and they mm-hmm. got that they got that that multicolor shine like you would have say on on oil or something like an oil yeah. slick, like you would have on a beautiful planet. Yeah, on a beautiful well, it. it it doesn't look that dissimilar from what uh, Jupiter looks like from afar. It's just you know, not as sheeny. It's kind of more settled and, and matte. You know that our we, we think our planet looks beautiful from mm. space. It 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 seems a little vain, right? I mean, obviously, you always love your own planet or whatever. Do you? But like, oh, you'd hope, right? In an ideal world, you go up there into space and you look down at the earth and you go, oh, it's so beautiful. But that's just our human earthbound perspective. And maybe the reason aliens haven't visited us is because our planet's actually not that attractive. Mm. Or like not that attractive to aliens. Like maybe it needs some sort of gold leaf. Like maybe aliens have got real bad taste. Gold Mm. leaf and sort of shiny oil slicks on the oceans and that sort of thing. And they'll look at it and Mm. it'll... Little sort of gleam, you know. Maybe they have Trump's taste. Yeah, no, that, that I mean, or like a lot of sort of like Thailand and India and things like mm, that. They have that similar taste sure, as well, that gold sure. leaf and things like that. So yeah, yeah it would be awful. You'd you'd look at it and be it's sort of all organic and green and blues and. Well, that's what it is right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we we oh, gonna... okay. So that's. We're, it's awful from the perspective of the aliens currently. Yeah, they go, oh, it's so untamed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It would be like you or me looking at the Amazon and then, you know, having our natural reaction, which is vomiting. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I think maybe we should consider mm. changing the look of the planet. Could we make it? If we want to attract visitors. Yeah. I, I, I definitely agree. Um, do you think some jewelry or like a necklace or something like that? Oh. <sighs> Wouldn't that, like, couldn't we at least, when we're launching satellites, make them move around the Earth in a kind of pattern that makes them look like they're a necklace? Mm. Yeah, well, we've got that, you know, we've got all the geostationary satellites around the uh, equator, mm. right? Above the equator. I think maybe even all at a very similar height above yeah, the right. equator, presumably, so they can orbit. But, yeah, if they just looked, you know, a bit of, bit of pearl... Mother of Pearl or something like that. Shark's Tooth, maybe. Where would you put the Mother of Pearl? Like, what, would you cover the oceans with Mother of Pearl? Uh, yeah, I would cover the oceans with a bit of a Mother of Pearl, yeah. Oh, uh, and that would reflect some of the sunlight, which would help help them s- slow down warming. some of the some of the glow. And, you know, a lot of the countries that are being negatively affected by um, by global warming, you're, mm. you're sort of a lot of your Pacific nations, mm. you know, your uh, Kiribati's. You know, maybe yeah. maybe your but tongue pronounced is Kiribati. Is it? Yeah. All right. How crazy Kira, is that? Kiribati. Great. Um, your 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 Tongas. Mm. Your uh, Maldives. How about my? Um, lot, I'll just I'll just finish this <laughs> sentence. A lot of these countries, some of the best places to buy some mother of pearl, so they could be the biggest beneficiaries. Uh, obviously, you, they'll probably have to destroy the environment trying to find mother of pearl. But hey. When has that ever hurt anybody? What's well, that's just a small. When price has that to pay ever gone badly for a for Pacific sa- island? For saving your island, yes, and the world. Mm, and the world. Um, I don't know in what way we're actually saving the world. I mean, we're attracting aliens, not not mm. exactly necessarily a one to one relationship well, the, with saving the world. Well, the, the, the covering the ocean with mother of pearl to stop oh, 
That's stop right. the uh, he- healing. You know, and, and but what we've definitely set up here is Pacific Islands are very much a a David in this scenario, and mm. the rest of the world a uh, Goliath, and yeah, and and you know the people of the world, those big nations, and the world itself mm. are Goliath. Mm. So we're really setting setting them up for a big win. I mean, they oh. might they might not go for it, but I'm saying what 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 is there mm-hmm. is the opportunity for the greatest story ever told. I couldn't agree more. Mm. Um, I think that maybe it's also a case, though, for the Earth, Mm. when we bling ourselves out in whatever way, that you do sort of, you dress for the aliens you want. Okay. So so maybe we could could do certain things to, 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 with it, dressing the earth in different ways to attract different types of aliens. Like I, I mentioned the shark's tooth. Mm. Like if we had one of the satellites that was like a big shark's tooth going around the planet, it would look like we were wearing one of those shark's tooth necklaces. Yeah. You could get some pretty cool kind of surfer type aliens. Yeah, or, or capoeira know. aliens. Or capoeira aliens, <laughs> yeah. 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 That could be really nice. Yeah, or we could sort of give it a more like stainless steel look, mm. which I think would get more of a refined kind of domestic um, yeah, yeah, a domestic it, alien, like a, an alien that's interested in things that wipe clean very easily. Yeah, but still, you know, fingerprint pretty easily as well. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure if we want aliens want to attract aliens who are interested in wiping things clean. I think, like in a mm, stereotypical sure. sense, that's not gone well for humanity. So then, should we sort of be showcasing our filth? I mean, maybe, like you know. Are we doing the right thing if we if we have a sort of if we create like a Saturn ring of of rats? <laughs> yeah, and then at least when they get here, mm. they get down to the surface and they see what we've done with the place. Mm. They can't be surprised. They mm. can't be disappointed. They'll be like, "Oh yeah. yeah, this you've ruined this place." But then you do have a Saturn ring of rats. Yeah, and rat the, ring. There's actually not quite as many rats on Earth as you would think, considering. How many rats there are around Earth? I think a, just just in general, a rat ring. <laughs> it's a great thing. Yeah, great. Um, we put all our rats in space, right? Put them all up there. They're all mm-hmm. orbiting. Imagine, imagine being an alien, lo- detecting this planet across the across the light years. Mm. You use your most advanced technology to try and work out what's going on, and you discover it's got a ring of rats around it. Yeah. Around it. Tell me, you wouldn't go there. Tell me you wouldn't be intrigued. I definitely think you would be like, well, there's something about these people. I don't know what it is. Yes. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess you, your first assumption wouldn't be that they sort of catapulted rats to, to, to sort of to go in a ring around the earth. Yeah, but then what, would you, what conclusion would you form? That rats are somehow sort of created naturally by the condensation of methane or well, something like that? Or that they're a creature that can live... Because I think the, what what would confuse you mm. is that when rattalites, rattalites, you know, absolutely. They, they, but you would you, there's a chance you might th- consider them a space dwelling creature mm. because as you catapult endless and endless rats up mm-hmm. into space, some of them are going to be pregnant on the verge of of Give giving birth. birth, so that as they go up into the uh, into the <laughs> ring, right. They're going to be given birth then. I think also the stress of being shot up into space is probably going to push some out. It'd be quite interesting to find out what sort of effect that has on pregnant rats. Yeah, absolutely. And so these 
aliens who come and examine our our rat ring. Yeah. Right? They're going to see newborns there. So they're going to be mm. like they're um, breeding. They were bre- they're breeding up here where they have been. Mm. Somehow something's happened recently, maybe some kind of poisonous gas has mm-hmm. come by and killed them. But somehow these rats were sustaining themselves enough to breed and give birth. And, you know, once they've checked out the rats, maybe they'll pop down to Earth and give us some free technology. Well, that's as long you as they're lure not... lure them in with the breeding space rats. Yep. And then when they, you, that you've got them that close, you hook them somehow and you, I don't know, get their more efficient... I think it's definitely... It's, it's, a, it's a red herring. Well, I mean, we could also shoot red herrings, a yeah. ring of herring. Um, but it's definitely... I think you're right that it is a hook. You know, I, and the only fear that I have mm. is if the aliens who come are themselves a kind of rat-like species. Mm. Once they find out what's really been happening. What's really been happening with these rats. Yeah. Because they might be really excited to meet more rats. And then yeah. they realize that well, actually we've just been severely mistreating rats. Mm-hmm. Even though I think, you know, the last moments of a, of a rat's experience would actually be pretty wondrous. Oh, see the Earth from above? See the Earth from above, flying into orbit? Like, how fast you would have to move for that even mm. to be possible? Because mm. it's just a catapult, right? Uh, and it's a loose rat. Like, it's not in any kind of it's casing. A, it could be a like... bunch of loose rats. So you're doing it at least with friends or at least people who sure. are near you. That's going to be much more efficient use of our, our catapult. Yeah. Energy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I... Uh... I had something. Hang on. Rats. Oh, well, what if, I mean, and it it would be good if this could as well somehow go back to our global warming Mm -hmm. and help us with our global warming. Because there's the plan at the moment, one of the things that we can do in terms of geoengineering Mm. is put the um, sulfur dioxide into the atmosphere to try and reflect some more sunlight and cool the earth, which, by the way, I'm totally coming around to. I'm like, we are not going to make this carbon neutral thing happen no 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 one is interested in doing it. like governments are barely interested and when someone does try something it's it we've just seen like in france it's very hard to sell that if people are gonna have to pay more money for stuff mm. like it's i think it would brutal. be it would be less difficult if there weren't some people who were making a lot of money all oh, the time absolutely sure mm. sure sure but yeah. also, it's like we're not going to... Then we'd have to get people on board with totally restructuring society, I think. And I think that's going to be hard sell because that, then, then the people who are making all this a lot of money all the time seem to have a lot of money to defend their money with. So I think mm. it's going to be real hard. But if we could get some more time by putting sulfur dioxide into the atmosphere, I'm starting to think... Look, is it... Does sulfur do reflecting or is it something with a coefficient of heat transfer that's much lower has like a negative one i think oh i I could be wrong Mm. i i don't know i thought it was to do with reflecting in the upper atmosphere you have like just a thin layer of it yeah right um reflecting some light okay great Um, yeah but but i thought it was kind of no you 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 could very well be right no but yeah i mean there's a chance that it's multifaceted there's a chance that i'm also completely incorrect but i thought it was like the opposite of what carbon dioxide yeah, is in right. it has the Interesting. opposite effect makes the mm. uh, air less heat conductive either way the important I mean, thing i mean the other thing is that you I was could actually say oh yeah that 
maybe maybe another way to do it would be a whole lot of rats in the upper atmosphere. Lots, yeah. I'm not sure if like you know what the negative consequences to be mm. would be to putting a whole lot of rats in the upper atmosphere. It feels um, good. I don't whether, know. Yeah, exactly. And whether or not it would be just like less fun living on Earth knowing that the upper mm. atmosphere was full of rats, the ratosphere. The ratosphere. <laughs> the outer ratosphere. The outer ratosphere. Um, and maybe maybe that's the uh, the thing that in, in you know the Fermi paradox, the thing that stops uh, civilizations from leaving their own planet is because they get they get quite icky eventually about launching mm. satellites, you know launching satellites going up in rockets when they know they're going to have to go through the dense layer of rats the that rat, they've launched into the, rat the rat atmosphere, clutter. the rat cloud, no rat clutter, the rat cloud. <laughs> Um, yeah, there, there's definitely severe rat clutter. I mm. mean, there there is a chance, though, we could also be painting the rats silver if we wanted them to be more reflective. And they'll look more space-agey yeah, as well. <laughs> it'll, it'll, it'll be easier to sell, and we'll feel better mm. about it, I think. It's, yeah. You're looking up at, at a sort of a vaguely brown sky because of all the rats yeah. might be so much fun, but a sort of a glinting silver sky. You can mm. tell your kids that they're, you know, the spirits of... Oh, their ancestors or something, as opposed to just being, oh, the spirits of dead rats. Yeah. Either way, as long as you don't have to tell kids that we launched a bunch of rats up there. Well, I mean, I think that's that'll be one of the the great joys of actually living in this society, will be mm, one of the knowing that we've done something great. Even though if it's not good, it's great. It's great. Yeah. Are there, I bet there are lots of things that fall into that category. Um, absolutely. Um, I can't think of any right now, but I bet oh, there are. Titanic? There. Not good, but, but great. great. <laughs> <laughs> you look, you, 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 you go back through the records, and it's like, oh wow! It turns out that none of the shipbuilders or the anyone who the marketers or anything, no one ever said it was going to be good. <laughs> we didn't, it I, we didn't promise it was going to be good. Yeah, just we said great. it was going to be great. We didn't say whether it was positive or negative. Great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and now people look back on the Titanic and they say, wow, that was great. I mean, say what you like about the Titanic, it was great. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, if I'm not being clear, say what you like about the Titanic, it was really good. <laughs> <laughs> Everything to do with it. Was excellent. <laughs> Everything to do with the Titanic worked out perfectly. <laughs> Say what you like about it. <laughs> Nothing went wrong. <laughs> what game are we playing here? I don't know. <laughs> it's just, I think I was just. At first, it was just the double meaning of great. Yeah, I know. But and then eventually. Which even just, then, it was a pretty weak double it was meaning. A very weak. <laughs> It was weak because I realized I had introduced it like that. Um, Uh, But um, I know that this is not important, but maybe it's a good idea if we kill the rats in a humane way first before we catapult them. (laughs) I mean, if we could. Is there a way to gas them with a really nice smelling gas? Sulfur dioxide. Oh, so they're filled with sulfur. (laughs) And when they're up there, they... A really nice smelling gas. Well, just something that's pleasant for them. It could be rotten meat if that's the, what they like oh, the smell of. Great. They love that shit. Probably shit. They probably love that shit. Human shit? Human shit. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. 
No, this is this is indefensible. This is rapidly becoming indefensible. I want to go Wait, back to the so idea. So we're gonna kill them with the smell of <laughs> paint them silver and catapult them into the into the outer atmosphere. Yeah. I think I think it's 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 awful, but it's funny to imagine that this is like we've let global warming get so bad that we're at the point where this is the only remaining option. We, A sky full of rats. Well, because what we're also removing is all the all that carbon dioxide that they breathe out. Yeah, you it'd see? be great if we could blame this on the rats. No, but like if we if we take like we don't like they're definitely in the cities, not adding much to the ecosystem. They're just kind mm. of an ecosystem of their own. They're feeding off the bottom part of ours, so we yeah. we don't need them. We're not going to be like, oh no, but if you remove the rats, then what are the pigeons going to eat? <laughs> but but there is a, there there might be a point of like if you remove the rats, well then they probably are eating a lot of stuff that we throw out, right? Like vegetable scraps or whatever, mm. which then might go into landfill and create methane. Oh, yeah. Maybe our solution is more rats, not less. Mm. But could we... I mean, instead of burying things in ground, then could we just bury them in rats? Just a teeming, seething pile of rats. A, a pit we essentially full build, of them. We essentially build a huge wall... All right. Yes. Around a piece of land, and yes. then we just fill it with rats, and then we just put garbage in there. Great. I think this is really good. This is great for a uh, uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson style movie, mm. where mm. now something is threatening the rat wall, right? Yeah. And there's a crack developing, or like some evil developers are, mm. are trying to just attack it somehow. Yeah, rat wall. Uh, and there's a some, risk wait, of a, a, some developers are attacking the rat wall. <laughs> yeah. oh, no. <laughs> what, just like with Look, just those evil with like, developers with you just know, evil pickaxes <laughs> and ribbon cutting scissors. Tink, tink, tink. They're driving their Mercedes into the rat wall. <laughs> <laughs> And the rock is like, oh, rat wall! That's holding he, in all the rats! He tips over the, the Mercedes. And... <laughs> he starts punching the developers. Well, okay, have you seen the movie, or are you aware of the movie Geostorm? I know of it. Because Geostorm really is one of those ones that's like almost purely hypothetical. Because it takes place in a world where we've built a satellite network around the Earth to control the weather, right? Yeah. As part of our something about natural disasters, etc. Um, and I think that building a rat wall is a very similar yeah. kind of a, or, you know, a big pit full of rats is a very similar kind of thing where it's, it's not really a problem that the Earth is facing right now, but it's one that you could imagine them facing in the future. And then imagine if there was a problem with that and that went wrong. Exactly. And I think we could fill it with... I remember once in science, mm. in science class in Canada... I had a science teacher tell us about these super rats, these rats that they'd found in Which sewers. they would absolutely develop in that, well, in that environment. You know, these are rats that have evolved in sewers to not be killed by standard chemicals and things like mm. that. And they talked about pouring bleach into their mouth and mm. things like that. And that they were like... Wah, 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 wah. This doesn't sound like science. <laughs> doesn't sound like science. I know. <laughs> we got these rats. We poured bleach into their mouth. They were fine. They were fine. They were fine. We tried all sorts of stuff. We poured all sorts of stuff in their mouths. But we and got it was the- okay. 
They're like super rats. Yeah, and so then he was talking about these su- these super nah, rats. Nah, it's fine. Don't worry about the risk of super rats. They're super rats. They're but fine. They, could, they love it. It's like they could eat anything. They could eat a hockey puck. Was this a science yeah. class? I mean, I don't think he was talking about science. He was talking about just some super rat story that he they had. They could eat a hockey puck. I, I made that up just then. But that yeah. sounds like, you know, it's so dense. Mm. You know, it feels like something that nothing should be able to eat, right? Yeah. Light shouldn't even be able to escape from a hockey puck. You're right. Absolutely. And, um, and so that's the rats that they decided to mm. start. Because then if they can eat any garbage, yeah. then that's what you want. You just want all your garbage and your plastics being turned into rat mm. excrement. Mm. Mm. And then and then we've got all the rat ex- excrement we want. Mm-hmm. That's the, and that's tax-free. It, tax-free rat excrement. Well, that feels like it's the closest thing to fuel that, in, that garbage will ever be. Mm. Mm. Like, like if you saw a dock from... What's McCallum there, that mm, movie? Back to the Future. Back to the Future. I mean, it seems silly that he put a banana peel into the car or whatever, mm. right? But if he had put pellets of rat excrement, there's an element in which that's believable. And excrement already mm. kind of comes out in a sort of like fuel tablet kind of type, yeah, uh, form. Kind yeah, of look. Like, that, that, that probably burns real good. You could believe that. Um, so Rat Wall, the movie... Rat wave? I mean, because oh, the, the threat I mean, is that we, you know, if the wall breaks, there'll be a tidal wave of rats. Yeah. Right? And it'll just flow across North America, and, and devouring you could, everything. There's going to be a scientist talking about how they'd already put horrible rats in there. Rats yes. that shouldn't. But then they have been breeding and competing with each other mm. for the last 75 Years, that yeah. Evolu- it's not a lot, a lot of time for evolution to no, occur. No, I think absolutely. It, I think they're finding now that evolution can occur, especially with species like rats, which have a really short mm. um, reproductive cycle. You can you can get evolution over really pretty short timelines. Yeah, Listen right. to a podcast about it. I can't remember any of the details. Especially from you know, you, you're not you're not asking a rat to develop wings, although one no. could. Yes. In this in this rat, well, that would be the other danger. Is if he stops the he stops the developers, yeah, and then they, they just <laughs> develop wings anyway. The rats were the real developers, developing yeah. <laughs> wings in there, but and they fly over the top of the rat wall. Yeah, and then he's got to get a rat roof. That's right. Oh no, that's gonna only that's gonna take us a couple of years to plan and execute. Mm. Um. So, so yeah, they, they've been competing with each other and becoming really, really super rats. Mm. And then he's like, this is what will happen. They will eat all of nature. They will then come and they'll eat our buildings that we mm. live in and they'll eat you while you sleep. Rats could Who's eas- sleeping, by the way? Who's, <laughs> who's, 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 who's like seeing on the news, the rat walls come down? <laughs> and they're like, well, I I, go to bed. eight o'clock. It's time for restful rest. Um, Get a rat nap. I think, yeah, I think the idea... I mean, but that really is like rats could definitely eat us while we sleep, right? Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, By the way, if anyone is going to sleep in that scenario, it's me. I absolutely, I would be having that rat nap yeah. because I can sleep anywhere at any time, and I can't do an all nighter. You know, at uni, I could, I would always leave things at the last minute, and then be like, "I'll oh, just do an all nighter," and then I'd get to like eleven o'clock and be like, "I'm too tired. I'm going to sleep." Uh, I'll do it in the morning. Uh, I'll get up early and then I wouldn't do that either and I would miss handing in an assignment and I'd fail three subjects. 
You but, know what the, the only way... Okay, what were you going to say? Because I know the only way that you could really sleep soundly mm. is you would have to dangle yourself from a tree like your lunch when you're trying to keep it away from bears. Great. You know? Oh, sleep so soundly with all the blood rushing to your head like that. No, no, you're not upside down. Oh, okay. You could like have like a like a hammock that's... Mm. But that's it. That's as long as the rats don't come and eat the tree or the rope. Yeah, or climb down the rope and eat you. Well, I don't think rats are like bears. No, but can they climb down rope? Rats? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Rats can climb down rope. Have you not seen any movie with rats leaving a sinking ship? What do they do? They go down the rope. They go down the rope, Into Al. the water? Into the water. Are they trying to the get dock. It? They go onto the dock or something. I don't know why the ship is sinking if it's in dock. Maybe there was an issue with the... Rats. The bilge. The rats, probably. Why are they leaving? Why are they leaving? Very suspicious. <laughs> they knew. They knew something. Um, yeah. Rat wall? Rat wall. I mean, that's a, that's a goddamn action film. And if we could pump out a few action films a year, mm. just scripts like that, we don't even have to get them made. I think deep down that would give us the purest happiness that we would could ever experience. If I could write a movie that's as good as Die Hard with a Vengeance. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm so happy. I'm not that movie, by the way, which sh- shouldn't work. Here's a fact about Die Hard with a Vengeance that okay. everybody probably knows, right? The script was originally written for a different movie, a standalone film. It was mm. going to be called Simon Says, right? And then the people who made Lethal Weapon bought it and wrote it as a Lethal Weapon movie. Wow. Right? And then the people who do uh, Die Hard bought it off them and rewrote it as a Die Hard movie. But before it, uh, before they were going to make the ex-Lethal Weapon, ex-Simon Says movie as a Die Hard movie. They were going to make a different movie where he was on a boat at sea, and then they sold that script, and that script became Speed 2. Whoa. So, like, Hollywood, it's just this, like, they're all just swapping scripts around. It's, it's, it's like, a, it's, it's so it's, decadent. It's a word orgy. It's Yeah, it's a real swingers, script swinger type orgy scenario mm. where there are no rules and any script can go in any franchise oh, well there are some rules yes like you can only produce this script if you buy the rights to it and then rewrite it as your own script yeah but that's 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 like anything mm. you know? oh, I did have oh that's here's another fact common decency here's another fact I, that is maybe, it about Die Hard with a Vengeance it is that's all I'm interested it is about oh. Die Hard with a Vengeance but this might be a fact that everybody kind of already knows yeah yeah uh, the lead yes. was Bruce Willis. Really, mm. Bruce Willis. I re- when I rewatched it recently, I was like, he, he's 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 okay. But I actually I don't like Bruce Willis very much. I Samuel Samuel L. Jackson is so good in that film. He's he's he can be very good in films. He, he can be good in films. Yeah, Samuel L. Jackson, good in films. That's probably what it says on his business card. You know who I'd like to see. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Get their own movie. Mm, one of us? Well, it's, it's related to Samuel Jackson. Okay. It's related to Samuel Jackson's character in The Incredibles. 
Yeah, Frozone. So, so Frozone, but it's not Frozone. I'd like Frozone's <laughs> wife or girlfriend. <laughs> the Frozone's unseen wife. Yeah, she never. Or girlfriend. She she's she just yells, and you can tell that their relationship is loving, but and a bit antagonistic sometimes. She's yeah, a, yeah. she can be a little bit controlling, or that's what they at least portray from through through the male ear. Mm, absolutely. Right, but I'd like to see you know like how did they hook up? You know, Frozone can obviously be in the thing, but how did they hook up? Because, I mean, early in that film, that first film, he does talk about hooking up with super women, right? Because right. he says, he's like, man, like, you know, super, you know, like, super's women are always trying to tell you their, uh, you know, their, their real identities. I go, hey, look, if you got cool powers and you can save the earth, that's good enough for me. <laughs> like so is, it, is his wife not a super? Well, I don't she, know. She, I, I guess she isn't. Is he married? Otherwise, mar- she would have been under threat from Syndrome in the first film. I know, but Syndrome hadn't found Frozone, Frozone yet. Or, no, he had just tracked down Frozone, but... Mm. You know, so. He, but surely she would have been involved as well in the defending of the city or something. But maybe not. Maybe, maybe she's not. She's got other things in her life. I just think that it's. Well, she's that, well-rounded. Well, that's exactly possibly. why it's so interesting. Because yeah. then, who's this guy who has been dating supers, mm. right? And then at some point meets somebody who, and he, he even sh- says that he has no interest in their regular. Yeah. In their the regular personalities, Identity. and, and that, then has just a. She all she is is regular identity. Yeah. So how great must this lady be? Maybe she doesn't exist, or maybe she's a computer. Hmm. Or uh, in your film, hmm. do we see her on screen, or are all her lines delivered from off screen? Save on casting. I mean, yeah, that would be a great. That'd be a, a, a bold, bold, bold choice. Bold choice. Bold choice. You won't. And this lead character, you won't see her the entire film. She just shouts thing off things off screen. Like how would she how would would you have to find ways to keep her off screen or is it just that you keep the camera away from yeah, her? I think she's that's always how you in the next her, room. That is a way to keep someone off screen mm. in a way is to keep the camera away from them. Yeah, like I guess they she gets on the bus and the camera's outside the bus. Mm, but you, you kind of just hear her through the window, bit shouting. muffled shouting. <laughs> <laughs> I guess she gets to work, assuming she does work. Mm. You know, or she or she's got maybe she's got a rich family, you know, independently wealthy. You know, maybe yeah. she's involved in. That, she does sound like she has that confidence, but yeah. then maybe she. But then people also get confidence from not having any money and then having earned everything themselves. That's true. That that could be where yeah, but I mean, then again, money, especially to a superhero who doesn't want to have a regular job. That would be very attractive. Very attractive. That could have been what did it. Yeah, that could be what <laughs> what got her, what got him interested in just a regular person. It was her money. Ah, oh, that's what it was. Sorry, that was my phone. That was my phone. <laughs> that's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah, so she could be very rich yeah. and off screen. Well, uh, is this in any way a sketch? <laughs> I think it's funny to try and to. Maybe like as like a like a fake preview yeah, yeah, for yeah. a film. I mean, like that's the kind of thing people do on the internet. Yeah, you know. And um, I guess her. But uh, I mean, you don't want to call her Mrs. Frozone or something. She does like have that. a name at some point because, uh, like Tanya or something like that. Yeah, like I think. Um, I don't know where uh, I got Tanya. R- rubber girl. What's this? Elastigirl. Elastigirl. Sorry, Elastigirl does ask him about about her when I think he's picking up. Mm. Um, Mr. Incredible, and they go out to just 
to go bowling, but they actually go sit in the car, listen to the. Is there going to be a joke about Frozone, friend zone sort of a situation? I mean, friend zone's obviously mm. a very topical reference to a thing that people are talking about <laughs> a lot at the moment. And a thing that is also mm. very politically correct and sort of doesn't mm. make anyone uncomfortable when you bring it up. Yeah, uh, um, maybe... I mean, Friendzone could just be uh, Frozone's twin brother who has a superpower where he can use the water in his body and in the air mm. to turn people into his friend. Yeah, or make a friend. Yeah, make a friend. Like a familiar. I mean... Familiar zone. Um, <laughs> if, if friend zone, I've just realized, is, is that a pun on end zone? Mm. Right? Like, I don't want to get to the friend zone. I want to get to the end zone. Is that... Is that it could be. It could be a football thing. Yeah. Because I've never perceived it as that until this moment. Yeah. I guess it has the E-N-D-Z-O-N-E. E-N-D-Z-O-N-E. Yeah. E N D. Easy as Z-O-N-E. Z-O-N-E. Oh, damn. Wait. E-N-D-Z-O-N-E-N-D. Yeah. Friend. Zone end. End zone end. <laughs> or end zone end. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry about that. Hey, do we have some words from a listener? Hey, do you think we should... Can we, can we contact Brad Bird about this movie? Yeah. Okay, we're going to get on Brad yeah, Bird. Yeah, we'll have a new segment on the podcast. Where we email Brad Bird, see if we've heard back. I think Brad Bird just looks like he'd be a real friendly guy. I think Brad Bird is one of the most incredible filmmakers of all time. <laughs> That's amazing. That's great, Andy. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's, it's such a genuine compliment to come out of you. It's really nice to see. Also, my son, who loves The Incredibles and The Incredibles 2, mm-hmm. uh, recently watched The Iron Giant. Mm-hmm. And now he loves The Iron Giant. Ah! Like, he, he watched it and he... We had to act it out. I was acting it out for days. All like even just the bits where like the the little kid mm. is waiting, trying to take a photo of yeah. the Iron Giant, and then he takes a photo of himself, and I had to pretend to be the robot standing behind <laughs> him, or maybe he would stand behind me. I think he was the robot, and I would be the kid taking a photo of me, and then I would go like that, and then I would run, and then he would chase me, and. That's oh. the scene that you act out. Oh no! Actually, he would play the yeah. He would play the role, and then he would get electrocuted, and he would be like like this, and you'd just be flailing around, so and then I would have to go switch off the power. In the situation with you and your son, mm. your small child Three. plays the Iron Giant, and you play the little kid. Yeah, and he. And it doesn't matter what the scene is. He just wants to live it. That's the power of the imagination. And the power. Brad Bird. That's well, what Brad Bird. That's what does Brad Bird does. Anyway, Brad, reply to our emails. <laughs> We're really looking to make this Frozone's girlfriend movie slash wife. We haven't really thought it through. And we I don't know her name. No, but we know that she's rich. You, you know that that's a good point. That's a good mm. plot point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think the fact that we haven't thought it through makes it very exciting. It, it means that he, Brad, isn't constrained by yes. these preconceived notions that we've kind of built uh-huh. into it uh-huh. and that he we're still flexible due to there being no structure. Oh, we're so flexible. <laughs> we're like, we're, we're like will- a slug. We're willing to work with you, Brad. Yeah. <laughs> We've thought it all the way up to the front door. We haven't thought it through. You've got to open the door. Yeah. And then we'll think it through. Yeah. Um, do we have some words from our listener? Were you about to say something though? Yeah, I was going to say, have we got some words from a listener? Great. Andy, we do. Oh, you know? good. 
I was going to try to lie to you, say that we've run out. But you know what? Actually, people were really generous, and they've given us lots of words. I love it. And, uh, you know, obviously, we're always happy to take more words. Actually, I think there's maybe two in the bank. Two people have sent things that I've forgotten to check. Um, I saw there, and I was like, oh, it's because I always got to transfer the words from where people do it to into my little document where I keep them. Mm-hmm. And I haven't responded, and now I feel like a real asshole. Absolutely respond. I will absolutely respond. I apologize. Because I don't want you to be a real asshole. Not a real asshole. All right. These words today, Andy, are from Jason. And I'm pretty sure it's Jason Ballard. Jason, big supporter of the podcast. Thank you for Huge. everything you've done with Huge. us. Huge. Huge supporter. Huge supporter. No, I got nothing. That yeah. was not... That was, okay. I wasn't trying to be Trump. Oh, was, was there a Trump vibe there? No, no. I was trying to be, um, who's, um, I was trying to be Ray Romano. Huge. I was trying to be myself. The humans. Which is how I succeeded. He was such a weird choice for that mammoth in Ice Age. Because his voice is too distinct and it doesn't really fit a mammoth. Mm. The humans. A mammoth would pronounce its H's. The humans. No, the humans. I don't know if that's a thing that you can say about mammoths. Look, I mean, they I don't pronounce the H in mammoth, do they? Yeah, it's in the it's in the th. You, you're not pronouncing you, that that that. That's th- all H. There's a difference between a th and a. I know, but t- t- such a sh- short sound the can last. So it's really the the H that's giving it that length. Listen to the difference. The difference. Those are different yeah. sounds. But listen to You're the difference You're not pronouncing here. an H. No, but listen here, Andy. You're pronouncing a... No, no, no. Andy, that sound is just... There's no way a th is a t. No, yeah, it is. It's just... It's a different sound. Right in. It's actually the TH sound if you're trying to say it quick. That was a nose H. I'll tell you this. Exhales. Brad Bird would not have cast Ray Romano as the uh, as the mammoth in that. In film. The Incredibles. In The Incredibles. I would like if there's a third Incredibles movie. It would be amazing if there was a mammoth-based superhero. I was just going to say exactly that. Yeah. We could call him Manmoth. Manmoth. I think that's great. Could have his hair done in that same way that the mammoth do theirs. Mm. So they're like a bit like that Friar Tuck kind of look. Mm-hmm. Bald in the top. They bald yeah. in the top. Are there any other animals that go bald? Um, not unless I, I, they've got some sort of horrible disease. Mm. It's weird, isn't it? Very weird. Do you think weird. that we might have the most testosterone of any animal? More than like a like one of those like like a sea walrus or something like that, rather than a land walrus. I was going to say sea cow, but I was trying to think of there's like a I think th- what's the what's that one that has the biggest a manatee? I think it's like the the one that has like the biggest dick to body ratio. I think it's like the walrus or something like that. Really? Mm. I heard recently on a podcast that the tapir has the biggest dick-to-body ratio, but that may not be true. might have been a comedy podcast. They might have been joking. Yeah. I guess it gets a bit of dick length from its nose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, wait, I had another thing. Somebody told me that they were in Wellington, New Zealand recently, and they had... Um, actually, it was Ben. Ben Erickson, who'd worked uh, editing on our show that we were working on. Yeah. Not our show, but the show that we were this working on. This anyway, conversation is getting way too conversational. He, yeah, I know. I apologize. Uh, he said that he had tapir sausages in New Zealand. Really? Yeah. 
Went to New Zealand and ate tapir sausages. He wasn't there to eat tapir sausages. I know, I know, but I don't, I don't believe that is true. I don't think that in New Zealand, a country with no natural mammals, you would import from South America, mm. halfway around the world, one of the biggest dicked animals in the world, and then just turn it into sausages. Well, I think they're easier to transport as sausages than as animals. <laughs> And I think you're you're asking for yeah like like live exports that would be awful. So I think maybe you can just have meat exported from overseas. I just don't. I just I find it hard to believe that the tapir is a is an animal that you would dine on. I know, but he said it wasn't very good. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, then I find it even easier to believe yeah. that you wouldn't dine on. But it, you know, but you could see a world in which people would consider like a tapir like a kind of cow. There's some somewhere between a cow and a pig. I guess so. Yeah, and a horse maybe even. Mm. They're like a cow pig horse. I think they're also quite genetically close to an elephant. That that I Which would is close it. to a woolly mammoth. Which is close to manmouth. Manmouth. Close. Close to manmouth. <laughs> I was pronouncing the H in both of those. No, you um, were not. <laughs> all right. So Jason Ballard's. Uh, I'm just making sure. Jason on Twitter. And then we got Jason Ballard on Patreon. And I'm, ass- I'm assuming that those two are the same people. Because we want to give away your surname yeah what okay maybe he doesn't want his i guess if he's not publicly putting his all right jason boop um his three words thank you so much jason for the for the three words and for your constant support you're uh, one of my heroes mm. card these are the three, three words card i'm beginning to get that burger mm-hmm. juratory whoa Card, burger, juratory. Do you know what a juratory is? No. D- do you? Have you looked it up? No, I haven't. We get a lot of random words. We also get a lot of non-random words, I think, coming through on this thing. But these three have got the highest randomness of any word so far. I might have said that once before, but I think this is the new title holder for the most random. So mm-hmm. well done, Jason. Unless, of course, you had you had some theme in mind, in which case... Well done again, because you've hidden it from as well. Juratory. Relating to, or comprising, or expressed in, an oath, juratory obligation. Right, so it's something about when you join a jury. Yeah, right. And you, you know, yeah. It's like the uh, Hippocratic Oath of, mm. for jurors. Yeah. I think I think it's interesting that, like, you know, when you, when you say, for example, you're in, um, you're on trial for... Murdering a uh, sock. Oh, no, that's mechanic. Not. Yeah, mechanic. Right. You're you're tried by a jury of your peers, mm. but but those peers have never been in the set. Like, surely, in order to judge you, they should have had to be in exactly the same situation as you up until the point where you murdered the mechanic, mm. right? So, so that you know they can then with with some moral authorities say that they wouldn't have murdered the mechanic in the situation that you yep. did. Yeah, so what, they would all have to be people who have this mechanic? Yeah, presumably the same mechanic. Other people who go to the... I think this is interesting, right? Because how can you possibly judge whether the murder of someone was justified mm. if you didn't know the person? Because they might have just been irritating. That's true. I mean, look, there's... Like, very irritating. But, I mean, that could be that that's... Maybe that's just the job of the defense, you know? Like, mm. like you need people who have mechanics. Yeah. Right? But then the, 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 
the job of the defense is to explain exactly how annoying this mechanic is. Sure, sure, painting the picture. Yeah. So he'll tell you that it's done on Tuesday, but then you'll get there Tuesday, and he goes, oh, sorry, not Tuesday now, Tuesday in a few hours. Yeah. Like that. And then well, I meant Tuesday. When I said next Tuesday, I meant Tuesday the following week, not mm. Tuesday this week. Yeah. That's what I mean when I say next Tuesday. Oh, and by the way, I think that the first day of the week is Sunday for some reason. Yeah, I'm s- one of those guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And already you can see the jury is seething, and you're like, I've got them in the palm of my hand. Absolutely. Which is I reckon right. any one of them would murder the mechanic right now if mm. they were. Let's make it attempted murder. Because because uh, <laughs> it's not pleasant. It's not pleasant, but attempted. It occurred to me the other day that a whole comedy show that is just called, it's called Defense, mm. right? And it's just a, you're just a defense lawyer. Yeah. And you can do all our, we could do all our silly defenses. I think it's great defense court case things. Mm. Um, no, look, I think so. Wait, so this is defense is just this guy's really annoying. Um, yeah. Uh, I think I think we've covered that previously in other sketches. Um, yeah, right. I I mean, is there is there anything in the angle that I was pushing of that you need to live exactly? Yeah, right? or that like you because normally they would try and disbar people who were too close to the case. But if you were prosecuting a case involving somebody who was genuinely annoying, maybe mm. you would want people who did know them you know a jury of people who were very familiar with the uh, the victim well i guess because that could, gives you a best chance of uh mm, you could be experimenting with a with a different kind of system you know we're, we're sort of trying to play around with the kind of court system mm. idea and things like that so instead of just like a court case where we have all the jurors mm. and different things like that we're we're gonna let we're gonna let life play out for a little bit i like this a lot right Gonna let life play out a little bit. So we do a kind of a role play sort of thing. Well, we get let let life keep going, and then we hire jurors and things like that. But we they're undercover jurors, and they go mm. and they use this guy's services, mm. like that. You know, they learn a bit about him. They meet him in the laundromat, things like that. Yeah. Right. And then if none of the jurors also attempt to murder him mm. over the say six months that the trial takes place, exactly. and now it really is a trial. By the way, mm. you are trialing living. In this scenario, and it's tr- the trials that we see—they're not really trials. Are they're not they? really trying anything. No, they're what just are they kind of—they're having things explained to them. Mm. Um, they're sitting. You know, you couldn't be doing less. Yeah. If you, if, if I was, uh, nobody's ever murdered anybody while they're sitting down. No, I don't think so. Except for somebody in a wheelchair, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But even then, can you? Yes. I don't know. I had nothing. <laughs> I I couldn't think of a single thing. Yeah, great. Turns out you can. Turns out you can from a, from sitting, from a sitting position. Yeah. I guess um, especially if you have a gun. Oh yeah. Well, even even if you don't have a gun pointed at the person, what if you're facing away from them? You shoot your gun, and, and the recoil makes you run over the you person. Ran you ran over them. Yeah. Oh, you were trying to do the opposite of murder. I was trying to not shoot them. Shooting a bullet. In the opposite direction to a person is the opposite of try attempting. Exactly, to that's essentially giving them new life. Yes, they should live twice as long. It's like you could put a gun against their head, but it's the back of the gun. Yeah, and you shoot <laughs> it away from them. That's <laughs> it's almost the nicest thing you could do to someone. He held a gun to my head. It was pointing out. Don't worry. Yeah, in a sign that he wanted me to live forever. Mm, mm. Anyway, I got quite a bad concussion from, yeah, from, the, the, from the recoil. Yeah. Uh, 
He but, emptied it, he emptied an entire clip <laughs> in the opposite direction to my head. Yeah. I mean, I guess everything is in the opposite direction to your head, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Well, look, my head, mm. right? Okay. Every direction is yeah. in the opposite direction to it from about, my point of view. What about me right now? I'm facing your head. But, but, but from my point of view, mm. every, every, what I said yeah, the, I guess I guess it's complicated because your head doesn't itself have a direction. Yeah. <laughs> so for it to have an opposite direction, I guess you're trying to go for that kind of well, north pole. Everywhere is south from the exactly, north pole. Exactly. Exactly. So from like everywhere, but that around works, the edges of my head, mm. it's either you're either in, yeah, or you're into out. my head, or you're out. <laughs> right. So everything, if if you're not going in, then you're going out. Yeah. I mean. I think with with north and south it works because north is a direction. Mm. Yeah. Whereas your head in, even in is a direction. In yeah. So I, this is this is exactly the same as everything is the opposite direction to in. My head. My head. Every direction. Forget about it. Forget well, about but, it. But but what about my pen right now that's going towards your nose? Well, that's going in. Well, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I don't know if the listeners are enjoying this conversation. Andy, Sorry, I feel Andy, like I, if we were capable of predicting what the listeners <laughs> like to listen to, this would have. be a much better podcast. <laughs> All right. What I meant was I'm on the losing end of this argument and I'm not having a good time. <laughs> and I'm using the listeners as a... And if you were in my position... You would feel the same way. I guess sometimes right? you do listen back to the podcast. Thank you. And, and I would hate to ha- hear me struggling so much to defend myself. <laughs> and as one of the listeners of the podcast, Alastair, I think that it's important for, from democ- democracy's point of view that I mm-hmm. be allowed to um, express myself. So, yeah, I think real trial by jury, you know? Um, oh, yeah. Okay, real trial by jury. Yeah. Or it's it's almost like a secret shopper, but for um, for crime, and yeah, you just let them run through the scenario, and uh, the sh- the secret shopper method of justice. Yeah, maybe they don't even know. I, w- I mean, I wonder if the jurors don't even really know. Like we just Truman style, Truman Show style, drop them into this scenario, right? And they have to live out their lives, and then we just see what what happens. Like as in we wipe their memories, put them in a new place. Exactly. exactly. Like that, and then we see how they act. And if they have murderous intentions in this new world mm. as a new person, but they still would have their core of who they are and yeah. their soul. Yeah. Like that. We leave the soul. You don't touch the soul. No, you just no. take all the memories. Yeah, you take all the memories. And then if it looks like maybe they would kill somebody now, but you stop it from happening. Well, there are no real bullets. Oh, great. Like that. What about, like, are there real... All the bullets are made out of ham. Oh, great. And is that the same thing for all, like, the sort of bricks and the big rocks? All and ham. The, and, all ham. And the uh, the cliffs, are they ham? ham? <laughs> Any heights? Any heights ham. is that ham? They're ham. Yeah? What about strangling? Are people's necks and ham? Hands <laughs> ham? <laughs> we take their memories, but we put their consciousness into some ham. <laughs> Uh, 
look, we do we do it all with computers. I think it's good, yeah. It's a computer simulation, <laughs> but there's still a lot of ham. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the only way that you know you're in the simulation is just like... Can you smell ham? <laughs> you can smell ham. Almost always, but... But this, th- that smell will disappear. You'll only smell it first thing in the morning and yeah. last thing at night. Yeah, to remind you that you're still in the ham yeah. world. But, but that's the only way that you could distinguish this world from the, from the other one. Yeah, and then, of course, sometimes you just smell ham. You know, you live above a ham shop or something. Of course. Well, that's how they would, that's how they would sort of I thought I was off. still in the simulation. I could smell ham. No, but you live above a, above a deli, a uh. ham deli. <laughs> It's the I live above a deli defense. <laughs> I live above a deli defense. But I never smell pastrami. Why? Well, it's because I was living in the ham world. Mm. In the ham Truman Show method of defense. I think true I wrote, ham show. I wrote tr- <laughs> right, true ham. Thanks. <laughs> I was editing the uh, edit- doesn't editing matter. There. I accidentally wrote Truman Show method of ham. So I realized I had to write true ham show method of justice That's good. Or, or determining guilt. Mm, well, sure. Uh, I Which I know. guess is justice in a way. I'll write justice again. As yeah, well in and brackets. then in brackets, justice is rind. What does that mean? Justice is blind. It's like, oh. a, I mean, you know, it's not much. Is the rind, is that skin or is that just like a, the yeah, adder rind? I don't know what rind is. It's on the edge, very edges of the ham, right? Mm. Maybe it's just where the direct content contact of the ham with the um, skin. I was going to say the smoke that they use. Oh yeah. But then, do you cut the ham before you smoke? No, you smoke. Do you smoke ham, or is that I think, bacon? I think I think you can smoke any meat. But but I know you cure ham in some you way. You cure ham. I mean, cured how? You rub salt on it. Salt. Don't know. I don't know. Is it I, cooked? I think it might we be We don't steamed. know how to make ham. Steamed ham. Steamed ham is not a thing. <laughs> think you steam it? <laughs> oh, no. I don't know if it's cooked. But anyway, it, how does you know it how to so make ham, please write in. <laughs> write in. And uh, if, you, if you're a person who knows how to make ham and you write in, also send us one of George's uh, band yeah. names for his band. A name like, I know how to make ham. Yeah. Making ham. We've got it. We've got a. We've got a. One of our listeners has written in a band name for George. I'm going to do it up. Where'd they write? The song. Where'd they write to? They wrote to the uh, two in the think tank at gmail.com. I found the email address. It'll be below in the show notes. Two in the think tank at gmail.com. So we, are we about to do the song now? Send us a band name for George. Yeah, we're about to do the song now. Blip um thanks everybody for listening to the show thank you so much uh, we really, 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 really do appreciate. Oh, we do it after we love you. I think we do the bad names. All right, and I um, think we also forgot to run through the uh, sketch run through ideas. the sketches. Oh, we're 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 a mess. That's okay. Show. We're a mess. Do yeah, me take you through them? Take us through them. Real drug quick. that makes you more law abiding. Yes. As well as the drug that makes you a narc. Yes. But then there's also there's a narc sniffer dog. That's another sketch. Mm. Right. Um, which is like you know pe- people walking into music festivals and there's all these. Sniffer dogs, and if people are like, oh, no, it's for drugs, and they go, no, no, we're trying to sniff out any narcs. Do you think it would be, like, people would enjoy doing a drug that made them feel like a narc? Or, or, or yeah, I guess turn them into a narc, right? Say you're with a bunch of friends, mm-hmm. right? Everybody's doing whatever recreational drug is their thing, mm-hmm. and then you do the one that turns you into a narc. 
Yeah. Right? And suddenly you have all the adrenaline, I imagine, of somebody who knows that they're going to inform on all of their friends, right? Mm. You're, you're hiding your identity. You're secretly, you know, working against everyone. That sort of rush of being mm. essentially undercover <clears throat> Especially in this environment. Because this drug emits a smell that mm. would let no, people know. Because I guess in the same way that people who smoke weed or something like that would be, would be like, people will smell this and know that we're, we've yep. got high, we're, you know, we got high and things like that. This guy will be like, well, some of my cool friends will smell this and know that I'm oh, I'm cool now going to go and like, uh, you know, tattletale. Dob. Dob, dob on, on them. them. Dibba dob. Dibba on mm. them like that. But also it would be an incredible position of power to put in, which would be the rush. That's be the, the rush, rush of power because you, you were led into this group of friends, you know, and, and, and you, you were privy <sighs> to this. To this illegal act, mm, but also this quite like a raw and open moment of vulnerability. I imagine mm-hmm. from those friends as well. Like it's true trust. It's true and trust then to know that you're going to betray that trust. Yeah, well, it's, but you could blame the drug. You go, it wasn't me. It was the drug. I was on drugs. I was on drugs. It Ryan wasn't me. It was the drugs that made me a narc. So what? You you got naked and made wore only a sock. Yeah. On. On your drugs. On your drugs. That, and that's, I called the police. Yeah, that's like who did the sillier thing, really? Then we got Narcs Anonymous. That's that's a, a group where they meet and they talk about, you know, the the, the lows of the lows that they've done. They've mm-hmm. dob, dibber dobbered on all their friends and mm-hmm. once narcoholics. They, I, Sorry, just a narcoholics. Yeah, that's good. But then there's also Narcotics Anonymous, which is what this is kind of more yeah. based off of. Oh uh, yeah, right. Um, then we got the the rat ring lure. Mm. You know, it's trying to make your planet look in such a way that might attract intriguing. Yeah, it might attract other you know aliens from other planets. Attract. Attract. Can you write attract without saying rat? Yeah, it's hard though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, then we got rat wall. This is obviously the the rock film. Mm. Um, yeah, where well, we we put all these rats in a big uh, dam, basically. Yeah, essentially, it's a rat dam. Rat dam, and we threw all our waste in there for them to mm. fight over and eat. But then there's a developers are attacking the rat wall. Yeah, you know what those developers are like. I do. They want to build condominiums <laughs> near the big, <laughs> the big walled off garbage tip. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we put the rat wa- rat uh, rat dam in a really good location, yeah, close like to the water, near, near, the, near the children's near near the schools, mm, near pristine in, beach land yeah. and, and good schools. We and shouldn't stuff. have done that. Then we got uh, we got the preview of Frozone's girlfriend's uh, solo movie. Mm. We found out her back back uh, her background. And we call how it, they met. We call it just solo. It's <laughs> a good idea. Thanks. It's a good idea. Uh, real trial by jury. This is where it's the secret method. It's the secret shopper method of justice. That's mm. where you, you know, you hear the charges, but then there is no court case. Yeah. You just get the jurors and you get them to go live a life. Uh, yeah, I, w- I wonder the if they person. even hear the charges. I think they just get. Okay. Get, yeah. Get, going out there because they, they can't know they're not allowed to know what the crime is that they're being tested to see whether or not they commit this is could be anything this is what that crime the guy in uh, the trial was undergoing he wasn't allowed to know what he had done right 
Kafka. Mm, well, Kafka's yeah, his character, the character in his K? book. K? don't know if it was a J? self. Eh? Might have been J. Yeah, J or K. Yeah. Um, it's fun it, to imagine, isn't it? Oh, I'm having a really good time. <laughs> that book was very repetitive, though. Yeah, I didn't get all the way through it. Look, I might go back. I was listening to it, and I got like... It felt like I got halfway. And then I was like, oh, Jesus, this is just the same thing over and over again. But, you know, looking back now, different things did happen, but they were just having that same mm. conversation about, oh, well, I uh, I assure you, I haven't done anything wrong, and you know, and, uh, but, uh, but you know, I'll get to the bottom of this, I'll go fight this here. And, he goes, and then people got saying to him, don't fight it, just, you know, plead guilty or whatever like that. And he's like, well, I can't plead guilty because I haven't done anything wrong. And then... And he goes, well, you haven't said that to anybody, have you? He goes, well, some people have, you know, maybe have. Look, I, I'm, 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 I assure you, things will get better over time. And I look at, you know, anyway, whatever. Anyway, they don't. <gasps> well, how do you know if you haven't gotten to the end? Because oh, I, I can tell where then, things are going. And we got the true ham show method of determining guilt slash yes. justice. This is a similar <laughs> sketch to the previous one, but, but you put in a ham-based simulation. Yeah, and all your memories have been wiped, mm. and then we find out if your soul is evil. Yeah. <laughs> When it's put into some ham. <laughs> when it's put into some uh, sort of like like biologically active ham. Yeah. Um, right. And we <laughs> oh, find the guns are ham. <laughs> <the initial>. <laughs> bullets, <laughs> I think the bullets are ham. Oh, the bullets ham. are ham. Yeah. Because I feel like if you squ- push down on a trigger and you felt it squish like ham, you'd know something was wrong with the world. <laughs> Not if that was all you knew. You'd be I like, know. oh, well, just another day in life, you'd think, as your, your fingers squished the ham trigger. I know, Andy, but if you... Oh, if you ham were, trigger. But think about this. You're in a public place, right? You're in a park on the picnic table. You're there with your children. Yes. On the picnic table. Yes. There's just a gun resting on the picnic table. A black Glock. It's black. It's a black Glock, right? You pick it up to feel the weight yeah. This gun that you found on the table. <laughs> My children are around. I just want to feel the weight of the gun. You pick it up. It's what anyone would have done, officer. You pick it up and, you you know, you rest your finger on the trigger. <laughs> <laughs> but in a gesture of, like, the greatest love, you pointed away from, <laughs> from your, your family children. to shoot. Like that, up, it's directly up in the air, away, away from their heads. Away from the whole world. Like that, yeah. And then the you, greatest sign of peace. Yeah, and you and you pull the trigger, and it squishes like hand. <laughs> and you think, I thought so. <laughs> I knew it. You know, I think it would make you question what world you live in. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, it might. Yeah. It might. Anyway, If I got to that point, yeah. it might, I might have some questions. About a lot of stuff. Anyway, uh, we, we were supposed to do the song now. So beep, boop, beep, boop, bop, 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 beep, boop, bop, 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 Anyway, there you go. You can find us at 2 in Tank. I'm at Stupid Old Andy. I'm at Alistair TV. We thank everybody who supports us on Patreon. That is a beautiful and a kind and a blessed and a golden glowing thing to do for you to do for us. Thank you so much. Feel free to join if you aren't. But also feel free to continue living your life. Yes. You know, because you are wonderful and uh you know all you've got is feeling good so just try to do that um, Correct. and also you can review us on, on itunes, itunes and stuff that'd be so good and, and we, we love, love you. you and now just quickly at the end of the show uh it's the george's band name segment mm-hmm. 
uh, where our editor George needs a name for his band and he doesn't like us when, it when we suggest them. So we thought it'd be better if if you suggested them. Listeners you can email in the email addresses down below. We've had our first suggested band name. Mm-hmm. I thought though Ham Trigger could be a good contender. Ham Trigger is Ham good. Ham Trigger. Um, and uh, we've, we've we had Alex Schmitz email emailed us in uh, a couple of weeks ago, and he suggested uh, Clayfish. Clayfish. I Clayfish. Like that. He says that he actually tried to pitch it for his band and was so excited about the name that he made a logo out of Play-Doh, and he sent that to me as well. So George, if you pick this one, you've already got a logo. Logo's done. Uh, now Alex is, but the rest of the band hated it. But but maybe. Maybe George and the rest of your band, mm. you'll love it. Your other brother, my other brother Dave. <laughs> Dave never gets mentioned on the podcast. He doesn't edit it. No, exactly. Anyway, it's good to bring him up. Yeah. And uh, there, are there any other members of the band? Uh, well, Nathan is sometimes in the band. I'm not sure if he's full, fully in the Nathan band. Nathan, who listens to this podcast. Nathan, who listens to this podcast. Hi, Nathan. Thanks Hi, for listening Nathan. to the podcast. You, maybe you can email us in and tell us if you're in the band. Yeah, and if you have any band names for the, your band. <laughs> yeah. And look, I think actually it would be best if all the suggestions for the band name came through us. Mm. So Dave, George... Nathan, if any of you ha- have any ideas about what you want to call the band, email them into us. We'll collate them. We'll read them out here, and it'll just be more formal, more organised that way. It's clear that we're at an impasse. Anyway, impasse. That's a good one as well. Mm. At, but it'll be spelled imp and ass. Yeah, imp ass. And Aussie spelling of ass as well. Yeah. Imparse. Arse. Imp arse. Um, anyway, uh, thank you, Alex, for clayfish. I think it's good. Clayfish it's got is that really little good. punny element that I, I I like in a band name. Oh, crayfish! Yeah, it's a little pun on crayfish. That makes me like it less. I know. I, I thought it would, mm. but that's okay. We don't have to both like it. Mm. Just George and Dave, and maybe Nathan have to like it. That's true. And uh, that's the end of that segment. And we'll sing a little song to get out of this bit as well, and that'll be the end. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 